0: Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 44, The Edge of Reason. <laughs> what what? So, is that? I just searched for this one.
1: <laughs> it's just like my normal mental state, but so, what is that from?
0: We're talking about r- romantic comedies today. uh uh-huh. so, I had to stretch for this one, so there's not a whole lot of romantic comedy sequels, right? Because they live sure. all, happily yeah. ever together. Yeah. there's not eleven things they after. about you. To after, together, after, whatever. <laughs> so I was like uh, looking up, you know, rom coms. Saw Bridget Jones's Diary. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, they had a sequel recently, mm-hmm. and that's the name of the Bridget Jones sequel. Uh, well, then, though right. that was released recently, it was still a '90s property. Okay, so I hear that. I, I so stretch, get off guys. our back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so back off. <laughs> I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, are my cupids in the tunnel of love. Oh,
1: I would definitely shoot you in the butt with an arrow. (laughs) That's Colin Harmon. I'm that one. The arrow boy.
0: And then we also have Wes Allen.
2: Uh, You had me at Welcome to the Password Podcast. (laughs) Ah.
0: Okay, so yes, we are talking about romantic comedies today. Yeah, I know Valentine's Day is over. Yeah, I know the time of love has passed. But has it? There's so many of you out there that are like... Why do we have Valentine's Day? It was just made up by a Hallmark company. You should love your significant other every day. Yeah. That's how we're treating this podcast. That's what I like I to love hear. and laugh anytime
2: you will, please. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is so, a
1: reminder that Valentine's Day is not the only day you should say I love you to me, you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we're talking about romantic comedies. Uh, we're talking about our favorites. This one's going to be a little bit of uh, freestyle. We're going to talk about kind of what constitutes as a romantic comedy because there's a little bit of debate there it's kind of like a Christmas movie debate and then we'll talk about our favorites we'll talk about uh, our least favorites possibly and, and then some kind of just we'll go down the list of ones that if we have just meh feelings about yeah. I guess
2: so does Die Hard qualify as a romantic quality? I think it does because yeah, you know trying to save holiday. his wife yeah it's, yeah. it's funny yeah, yeah. It's No it does, it does not count so okay. uh, what so, about Gremlins let me <laughs> <laughs> Home Alone is that a romantic comedy
0: uh, okay, so it's let me ask things. you, what in your mind is a romantic comedy?
1: Uh, I think it has to be that the love romance is pursued through failure and thus humor ensues.
0: Oh, I like that. Write that down. That's uh, almost like a dictionary definition. Yeah. Hilarity ensues. would be thus mm-hmm. and ensues. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Wes?
2: Obviously, it has to involve moments that are both romantic and moments that are funny.
1: Mm. So so you're telling me. Wait, just to recap.
2: And there has to be
0: a makeout scene in the rain. So, Mm. okay. Mm -hmm. I was about to ask because Back to the Future has a romantic scene and has a funny scene, but it's not a romantic comedy, right? Okay. Says who? And he makes out with his mom. It's not in the rain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is comedy, though. So... (laughs) You know, I, I feel like it needs more than just, hey, there's romantic elements, comedic elements. I feel like it needs to be about a guy and a girl and, like, the, the goal is for them to get together. And either they do or they don't or whatever, but it's still a fun, laughable ride. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of my definition of yeah. it. Yeah. So.
1: You're following along with the story of a combination of a relationship. And yeah, there's like a,
2: a lot of movies that feature women and are funny that oftentimes get lumped into the romantic comedy like Bridesmaids.
0: Ah, uh, yes. A lot of
2: people yeah. say that's a romantic comedy, but it's but not. It's, not. it's no. just oh, a female-led I mean, funny it, movie.
0: It has that kind of a romantic side story with Kristen Wiig, you know. Yeah, but, but it's a side story. It's, yeah, it's more about her and her relationship with her friends, not her yeah. and her relationship with the Irish cop or you know whatever his name was. So uh, It's like
2: what you say about Christmas movies, like Christmas needs to be a central Plot to the movie, yeah. So it's it like just happened across Christmas. Romance needs to be a central plot, and it has funny moments.
0: So like Anchorman also doesn't count because you know you have Ron and Veronica, which their dynamic is is great. But really, the the story is about Ron's growth as an anchor and being willing to accept changing times and all of that stuff. That was kind of the 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 point of the film.
1: That was the deepest thoughts anyone's ever had about the movie. <laughs>
0: <Anchorman>.
2: <laughs> so what about like a movie like Free Willy? Does that have to be like a person? Uh, that's a good question. You know, we're not going to. Well, that one's here. not really as funny. Think about
0: yeah, like
1: Stuart that's Little.
2: True. <laughs> yeah, it's, <Stuart> it's Little.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, before we get too off track, let's just list you know what are your favorite 80s and 90s romantic comedies because I feel like those two decades had some really really good ones, some really classic ones. It could have even been the prime of romantic comedies.
1: Yeah. Okay. Before we go to that category, would you feel like Clueless is a romantic comedy? Yes.
0: That one's a little
2: tougher.
1: Tougher for you? Okay, but you'd say uh, yes.
2: Oh, I'd say yes. It's a, it's not a clear cut see, but.
0: Yeah, I can see both because it, you know with, with her and Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. you have that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And that is that kind of becomes the movie. But at the same time, like Anchorman, that's kind of like her ability to grow as a human and not be so shallow mm-hmm. and to accept her friend and all that stuff. So I could see an argument for either or. Okay. I, I would let it pass.
1: Okay. Well, that would be my favorite. Okay. Um, Maybe followed by 10 Things I Hate About You. Ah. I think that one. I think that would be in one of mine. Was fantastic.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, what do you like about 10 Things I Hate About You?
1: Um, I just think like the pursuit that he tries to be incredibly charming by just doing like outlandishly, almost embarrassing things for himself Mm -hmm. in the pursuit of being like, this is how little I care about me because of how bad I want to care about you Mm. kind Mm -hmm. of thing. I thought that was just a clever plot way of going about it. Um, granted, like Heath Ledger was like 30 at this point, it seemed like, <laughs> but uh, he may actually been. He never reached 30. Well, that,
2: that was a modern retelling of a Shakespeare
0: play. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Well, today I learned.
0: Um, Which was Love's Labor's Lost? Nope. Or Much Ado It About Nothing? Nope. Mm-hmm. Thank, hold on a second. Nothing of a Salesman? Oh, Taming of the Shrew. <laughs>
2: That's it? Yes. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> But I think that that movie amongst like all the teen mo- movies that came out around that time, I feel like this one really is still respected and really mm. holds up well. I think it has like a great
0: cast. Uh, yes, it, it's an amazing like- movie.
2: I feel like if it had been any other cast, it kind of would have been like a throwaway movie, but it's like you yeah, jo- had Joseph Gordon-Lovett. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the actors in there are things that you knew from movies you grew up with. So it's like Joseph Gordon-Lovett mm-hmm. was in Angels in the Outfield. Julia Stiles was in Ghost Rider. Yep. Uh, what's her name from Alex Mack? Larissa yep. yes. Uh Bernard from The Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So, like, and that dude from Cat Nowhere. Uh <laughs> But so it kind of felt like you were like growing up with these characters, yeah. like you're in high school yeah. with them now. So I think that that always kind of was lingering in my mind when I
0: would see it. Well, I, you know, I, I, I'm kind of sad that you mentioned this one, Colin, because this one is my number one. That okay. it's my all-time well, that's my all time favorite. place to start. We can go 90s back. romantic comedy like that. I love 10 Things I Hate About You. I saw it with my best friend it wasn't even with a girl and it was just like we both came it was one of those things where we were walking around the mall like middle school boys do you know just Mm -hmm. trying to pick up girls and we're bored and we're like hey let's go see a movie Uh, this is the only one available let's just go check it out Mm -hmm. and we both loved it like now you're married which is so now (laughs) we are married happily married we have seven children um but no i I, hate it's 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 just so well done. I, I don't really I, I don't know if I can verbalize why I love it so much. I think it hit me in the right time, and it's lighthearted enough, and mm-hmm. it's got good characters, and it, you know it's funny. So it's really funny. Yeah, that
2: yeah. was a lot of laugh out loud. And it's got kind of, a
0: kind of an epic moment. You know the whole I love you, baby, <laughs> like going through the with a with high school band. It's just, yeah, it's it's great.
2: And I feel like it was like our first introduction to Heath Ledger. Is yes. that right?
0: I mean, yeah. it was mine. I'm sure it yeah, had yeah. been another th- stuff before then. Yeah, I think then, it was mine for sure. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like him and that and a, uh, a Knight's Tale. I feel like we're mm, yeah, were fun renditions of yeah. Him.
0: Those are good. I actually hated night's Tale, but yes, that's, really, yeah. And I know a lot of people <laughs> love it. I know that's it was a hot take, but yeah, I just don't like the whole modern music with the f- the period piece. It just anyway. Uh, so if I were to offer up another one since you kind of took my number one go ahead I'm going She's to go kinda... with an 80s one it's okay. ba- barely 80s but it's still 80s it's when Harry met Sally mm-hmm.
2: I feel like that is probably the like quintessential romantic
0: comedy yeah I hmm. it's it's so good and I actually didn't watch it until probably five or six years ago and I like it it's one of those things where it, it it is super famous, so I expected it to be good. My hopes were up, and it's like I saw it and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is why it's so famous." Like it still holds up. Yeah, absolutely. It's so unique in the way they tell the story between the two of them, because hmm. it's so dis- disjointed, and then they intersperse the 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 kind of interviews with older couples about how they got together and stuff. It's just so well put together hmm. and heartwarming. So,
1: yeah, that is a good one for sure. I feel like that one and sixteen candles are in a very similar era in my brain, even though they're what five, six, yeah, five years you know, apart, six years apart, yeah, five or Something six. Yeah. Like that. I feel like what well, I feel like those are lumped into the same little like box set in my head.
0: Well, it's it's got like I mean one of the most quotable lines of all time. It's got the "I'll have what she's having" moment, mm-hmm. and um, it's. It's got that just endearing quality to it. I mean, Billy Crystal, obviously, is just so, such a likable guy and just everything he does. And, and he's really funny and has great energy. And then, you know, Meg Ryan, she's in her prime. Mm-hmm. They had good chemistry together. And it's also during a time when it's like the leads didn't have to be these drop-dead, gorgeous, six-pack abs supermodels that are getting together. Yeah. It's, you know, Billy Crystal, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like He's never been this heartthrob. And Meg Ryan, yeah, I mean, she's... She's obviously gorgeous, but it's one of those things where you could see them getting together as opposed to, um, you know, just like it's not the whole like troll with a supermodel and it's not two supermodels together. It's really grounded, you know. They seem like
1: normal people a
0: little bit.
2: that's another thing I feel like makes a good romantic comedy, or you have a great female lead and a good male lead. Yes, that for way, sure. like you're kind of representing both kind of parties there. Especially if that male lead is Tom Hanks. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: which if you're in the '90s, that worked well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you really lucked out. Yeah, the '80s did well too with it.
2: I think my favorite one would be Say Anything. Hmm. which is a little bit more romantic than comedy, but it's definitely a romantic comedy. I'll allow it. I I like it because it's not like your typical teen movie. Like, it doesn't end up at the big dance or anything like that. And I think Lloyd Dobler and Diane Court are, like, great role model, like a great role model couple. And I've said in past episodes that, like, I have always strived to be, like, the Lloyd Dobler. Yeah. And... That's why I randomly stand outside people's
0: houses with a boombox. Yeah, which, <laughs>
1: I, I mean, I, you have a really nice boombox. Yeah, it's good. It's nice, That's good. loud. I can hear it while I'm sleeping. It's really
0: great. It's, it's an iconic scene. I yeah. mean, even if you haven't seen the movie, you know that scene mm-hmm. because it's been spoofed or whatever. It's it's just a yeah. That it's a, another reason of why it's great I mean even the the cover of the poster is him standing there with a boombox above his head
1: Yeah, which is a little bit of a giveaway but whatever (laughs) but
0: actually
2: like in the movie it doesn't really do anything like she doesn't come out and like whatever like he just (laughs) does it and then go on their merry way (laughs) it doesn't really do anything which is funny
0: so how about this one this one I mean speaking of a little bit more romantic than comedy but the comedy is definitely in it The Princess Bride
2: Mm. I mm. thought about that, too. It's like it's uh, – well, I, th- I would say there's a lot of comedy
0: in it. Yeah. I just – it, it is very – and maybe it's just because of it's my – I'm piece, still though. keeping <laughs> keeping my 10-year-old like, oh, it's for girls kind of mentality. But it is well, kind they of – Well, say that
2: in the beginning of yeah, the movie. Yeah, it, it is like, kind of – Is it, this one of those kissing movies?
0: Exactly. It, it, it is kind of one of those sappy romantic stories. But it does have a lot of comedy, you know, with – Andre the Giant, Carrie Elwes, and just, and, and, uh, what's his name? Inconceivable! Um, it's got those moments, yeah, yeah, the Inconceivable guy, Rex from Toy Story. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 That one, um, yeah, that one's definitely a romantic comedy and an iconic one, too, and just epic. And everybody loves it, and I, there, I feel like the people that hate it are the ones that didn't see it growing up and heard about how great it was and then just like to be different, you know? I Mm -hmm. feel like there's no reason to hate this movie because it is. It is so heartwarming and funny and iconic.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. I think it's one of those movies that when a movie finds itself being very quotable, like when you can say a quote yes, from a movie also very and, quotable. Yeah. and you find like solace with somebody else who almost you've never met. I feel like that's a good sign that that movie was a like cultural icon in its own way. And I feel like the Princess Bride definitely holds up to that. Also their logo is a mirror and that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah well, eventually
2: on one of their DVDs they had that. Sadly, they didn't keep it, which is yeah, I know. a shame. But like they had it, so it like works both ways.
0: Yeah. Wallace Shawn, by the way, is, is uh, Wallace the name. There you Wallace go. Wallace Shawn. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I'm I'm sensing a trend here of the ones we've mentioned so far. They all have iconic scenes and just like memorable lines. Hmm. Uh, um, are there any on your lists that may not have that, but are still like ones that you really love?
1: Ones that aren't uh like entitled. iconic
0: yeah they don't have like iconic scenes and they're not just like widely it's or probably, they don't have like quotable lines that you can think um, of but it was still one that you really like
2: i i guess probably to you guys as far as like iconic scenes probably pretty in pink is like a one that i love as well mm-hmm. with uh molly ringwald and yeah uh
0: i don't know well i, I can give you an example of one for me um I really liked, and this is this is like niche now, but it, it, it was 90s, starred Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek, okay. Fools Rush In. Mm. Did either of you see mm-hmm. that? I didn't, didn't see, see that. that. So I did not. Basically, the dynamic is Matthew Perry uh, falls in love with Selma Hayek, and it's the d- the dynamic of him. Uh, it, they're kind of, like, kind of two unlikely people to get together. Yep. and. Um, she has this like, you know, very wild family and it's like kind of the cultural differences thing and he's like this straight leg or straight leg, straight. Yeah, he's uh, like New Yorker laced. and yeah, New York she's business like guy rural or something. Yeah. yeah. And so, Fish out of water. Yeah. So it, it, that one actually, and it's pretty funny. I mean, cause it's got Matthew Perry and mm-hmm. of course his Chandler shtick only went so far, but in the nineties, I mean, it still was working at that point. Definitely so. was. I feel like that was a pretty good one.
1: Yeah. I feel like what we have to even mention though, in a lot of this though, is like, Tom Hanks and Julia Roberts, and maybe Meg Ryan, you could throw them in there. Like, we're cast in this forever in a lot of ways. Yeah. That I feel like that is kind of like the pillars that they stand on. Even like Hugh Grant being in some of these kind of things, like that is all they're known for in a certain way. Now it's almost like they're not known for anything else.
2: They're just the romantic comedy people. Yeah, like if
1: you see yeah. them in something new, you're like, "Oh, that's the guy that I loved from whatever," and so you hope. Wait,
0: they are know. you saying Tom Hanks is like that? Because I feel like uh, he's grown out of that. Yeah, maybe he's kind the of the romantic comedy thing. one that's moved past. Yeah, that.
2: Julia Roberts and Meg Ryan definitely
0: are in that. Kind well, of yeah, of shit. I mean Julia Roberts, you had like Runaway Bride, and you had, yeah. I mean, obviously so the, um, Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah, I kept wanting to say. Pretty in pink because you just mentioned it Um, and then all the things in between Meg ryan obviously was in a a lot too
1: how do you guys feel about like
0: um father of the bride i do not i do not consider that a romantic comedy okay yeah because
2: it's a relationship between the father and daughter
0: mostly
1: okay but i have to ask like what is the context wherein you have ever watched that movie
0: so, that, so it is a chick flick, okay. but it is not a romantic Oh, ah, So that's
1: a good. Dis- okay, so how, yeah. do you, how would you just. Dis- Why good, is it a chick flick? That's a good clarifier. How would you guys differentiate I would say those? it's
0: a chick flick because it deals around really emotions. I okay. mean, it's it's like a father and daughter dynamic, and yeah. that's something that relates to a lot of daughters. Obviously, fathers too, but I feel like the well, father's. Well, it's mainly not from the
2: father's that. point of view, it which is. is Steve Martin, but it's like. It, it yeah. is, but
0: I guarantee you that movie was not marketed to fathers. Mm. You know, it. I, it's a great movie it is hilarious and it it is a very well-written movie actually both of them um, Mm -hmm. are really good yeah and but i I wouldn't consider them romantic comedies because it's not about a guy and a girl ending up together it's about a, a relationship between a father and a daughter which is another like heavily emotional thing hits you right in the feels so it's more of a typical chick flick
1: okay i get that so you wouldn't consider like American Pie to be like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now that's a romantic comedy. Uh, so romantic. I actually, I, that might count as a romantic comedy because I mean it is kind of theoretically. Yeah. I mean the whole premise of them is not particularly love, but it it ends up happening by the end of the movie. So uh, yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Would you consider The Wedding Singer?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's
2: another thing. Like Adam Sandler and uh, Drew Barrymore have mm-hmm. been in a lot of things together, like that. Yeah,
1: that was a very
0: Which,
2: fun fact. That turned 20 years today.
1: The wedding singer.
2: Yeah. The oh, time wow. of recording.
1: That's crazy.
0: I actually still have never seen that movie. Really. I know. It's like that's one of those movies where I like to see people's reactions when I tell them. But I've never seen the wedding singer.
2: It's it's a it's a good uh, subject for this podcast because it was made in '98, and it was about the '80s. About the '80s, yeah. So it was mm-hmm. like being nostalgic toward the '80s already. So yeah, was, that's a good point. But it was like kind of a caricature of of the '80s. It was very you know over the top.
1: Yeah. Is there still such thing as like a wedding singer? Like, do people like hire a person? It's to wedding sing? bands, yeah, right? right, like a full band,
0: yeah.
2: I
1: never never thought about that until just now. Like, that's still (laughs) something that people go and hire. Like, oh, just one person. Like a lounge
0: singer. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I guys don't don't go to a lot of fancy weddings.
2: Another one of my favorites is uh, Groundhog Day, which is kind of like a dude's Uh, rom com. Yeah. Like, it's kind of more through the perspective of Bill Murray, but it shows just. It, you can't just get the girl by telling her what she wants to hear. You have to like right. kind of become the best version of yourself and be a genuine good person. That mm. is
0: such a great movie, and and probably in my top five comedies of all time, if I listed them out, probably just because of how unique it is and how well written it is. Groundhog Day is is it's a great example of this type of romantic comedy I love, where it's more about a guy and a go- girl getting together but it's the unique way in which it happens yeah like it, it's it's an mm, intelligent it, comedy it's original it's not cookie cutter you know it's not it's not you know this this guy staring girl lovingly in, a, in the face and like sweeping her off at her feet you know in the kissing in the rain that kind of stuff it's like it's unique just like when harry met sally i felt like yeah. that was unique enough Gra- groundhog day it, it 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 is kind of less of a romantic comedy because its its whole thing is about him and having to live the same day over and over again, and and him finding himself and becoming more of a person. But part of that is indeed him getting together with Annie mm-hmm. McDowell. So I I might I feel like it's still kind of on the edge, but I love it so much. I'm kind of going to accept it.
2: I would go on the edge to say that it's pretty darn near a perfect movie.
0: It is great. Like mm.
2: and it does it all under the PG rating, which yeah. is a very rare yeah, that's, thing. That's impressive.
1: Um, this is kind of pushing the edge of the time that we would consider ourselves covering, but uh, for conversation's sake, Meet the Parents came out in 2000. What would you consider that <sighs> That to be? one's
0: on the edge too. I mean, he okay, so I'll say no officially, just my initial reaction, okay. because he is already with the girl. Yeah. In that. And it, it, it It is more about getting along with her family. Mm-hmm. And there is a kind of a riff that happens where he has to kind of make it up to her and all yeah. that stuff. He has
1: to win her back in a
0: certain right. sense. Right. Yeah. But it is more about the in-law relationship than the actual female. Gotcha. Would you and consider
2: male. Big a romantic comedy? Hmm.
1: I loved that movie. Yeah, I love.
0: That's uh, a great movie. I we all do. But
1: I think, like, well, if you think about the reason why, yeah.
0: I, I mean, I get if we count Groundhog Day, I feel like
1: we yeah, count that's big. true. Because so, like, it's not a central
0: plot;
2: it, it kind of happens by accident, I guess. Yeah. And then, but they don't end up together by the end because he com- becomes a kid against. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She ends up just babysitting
0: him, and the movie. that isn't like <laughs> a relationship, and end up that there. isn't like an original goal of his. But then yeah. in Groundhog Day, it's not either. So
2: yeah, it is. well, it kind of is. He pursues her the entire time, yeah, and true, then he realizes that she's not going for it. So he b- tries to become a better person because he's repeating the same
0: day over and over again. I guess. <sighs> okay, here's 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 one I, I want to make sure gets mentioned: Jerry Maguire. Okay. You had me at hello. Mm-hmm. Here. Nah. <laughs> that one. Uh, okay, so this one. Is a little bit more sappy, but I think I liked it. Number one, because of the football element, he's a sports agent, so I felt like they were smart and like, okay, how do we get dudes to come and watch this? Yeah. Um, but also, it's got the it's got the quotable lines, right? You had me a hello, show me the money, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Did you guys like Jerry Maguire?
1: I watched it later because I don't feel like I was allowed to watch it when it first came out. Yeah. For Neither reasons. was I. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I've only seen it in bits and pieces, but I got to tell you, I, I can't even a long time ago, I can't stand Tom Cruise oh, yeah. at all. I just can't get past it, especially now. It uh, is a
0: good movie. And the thing about Tom Cruise, I mean, I hope that doesn't prevent you from seeing all all Tom Cruise movies because he chooses on the regular pretty good movies not recently but like he's been in some great movies so uh, jerry Maguire is one of them I, I, really like th- top I gun. that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> just minority report yeah. oh minority reports great um
1: but yeah I, jerry Man. Maguire. i feel like that little kid did a really good job with the movie jonathan
0: Lipnicki. yes wow. he was all the rage back then
1: yeah he did quite a bit that was a fun movie though for sure
0: <laughs> okay let's hear some more Nine months with Hugh Grant. Nine months. That's a funny one. Oh gosh. I feel carried like, by Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah, very much that's so. That's
1: well said. I feel like Hugh Grant is the same character in just everybody. Like just oh, like yeah. kind of the babbling Englishman. yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. Which it's is endearing in its own way, but I feel like in a long term relationship you'd probably just want to punch yourself mm-hmm. in the face every morning and be like, Oh well. At least my day won't be as bad as me punching myself in the face now that I'm hanging out with Hugh Grant.
0: <laughs> 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 Was like Family Guy episode where they make fun of him? They have him and he's like, oh, I'm just so charmingly befuddled. <laughs> it's like this perfectly, that is like the phrase that encapsulates his character. <laughs> it really is. Well, it's like,
2: did y'all like Notting Hill? Did y'all see Notting Hill? I don't think I saw that one. Uh, uh, it's surprisingly very good. It's like just one of those that just works well. I don't know. With Julia Roberts.
1: Isn't she like his agent or something like that? or something? I forget how, uh, what, how that one plays she's out. She's
2: a movie star and she comes into like a bookstore or something and ends up, uh, I don't know, he's mm. just an average dude.
1: Just a man. Just merely immortal. One,
2: one thing that's interesting about a lot of uh, the movies is that they were oftentimes an adaptation of like a novel or a play of yeah. some sort. Like, like, like Princess Bride. Done. Like, uh, Clueless was a retelling of Jane Austen's Emma, and Pretty Woman and uh, She's All That are a modern adaptation of a play called Pygmalion.
1: Mm-hmm. Pygmalion, yeah. That's interesting. I don't think I realized that. Yeah.
2: Well, so they know, oftentimes use the same, like, in the 10 things yeah. they get about you. huh? I'm sure there's a lot more, but yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess it makes sense to have, like, the same story arcs in that sense. If there's a familiar plot point, it's just a matter of, like, kind of... Well, there's only so many
0: different ways you can tell a story about a guy and a girl ending up together and all the different things that can happen in between. Uh, There's another one I wanted to mention and I want to get your thoughts on whether or not it can be considered a romantic comedy. Because I feel like it's pretty high on my list, but some guys may scoff at this. Bull Durham. So it's a sports movie. It's got Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon. And it's about him... (laughs) He's, a, he's an old washed up baseball veteran that is in the minors and okay. it's all about him in the minor leagues but it is kind of about their relationship all and right. I, I should have known better than to bring up a sports movie is it movie a comedy? Guys. yeah sorry you're on your own
2: is it a comedy? It is, I don't remember it being funny there are not. definitely
0: funny moments and if you ask any guy like who watches it they'll probably tell you first no it's a sports movie man guys love it because of the comedy that's in it, it like just it. and it's not like anchorman comedy is just like quippy sports humor like i'm thinking of the time where like there's a mound visit and there are guys that are you know you always wonder about what happens in a baseball mound visit where the whole team's around like around the mound what they're talking about they kind of go into that where they're like saying these random things and it's pretty funny um i would say so it's It's
2: been a while since i've seen
0: it but i i would say so yeah so it's uh okay if you've seen it Hit us up at PassForwardCast on Twitter or uh, uh, on email at uh, PassForwardCast at AOL.com. Because I, I would like to know people's opinions who have seen yep. it. Is Bull Durham a romantic comedy? Because I feel like a lot of guys who disagree. Because they don't want to say that they love a romantic comedy a lot of the time. So yeah. No, it's a sports movie. Duh. And it is hailed as like a top five sports movie of all time. Hmm. So,
2: Well, we, we might have like qualified this. Like what kind of qualifies between a romantic comedy and a chick flick? Like... Because I feel like a lot of times those get overlapped, but I feel like- well, we kind of went
0: over that with, with Father of the Bride. It's yeah. like, you know, a, a chick flick usually is one that is going to evoke emotions. Yeah. So tears welling up mm-hmm. or like that warm fuzzy feeling in your heart or but whatever. But just
2: it's. about every romantic comedy does that.
0: It, it is true. So it it's is, like a subset. Yeah, I feel like romantic comedies, all romantic comedies, most romantic, hmm, I was, okay. I hate making grand sweeping statements like this, but I'll just say it for the purposes of the argument. All, all romantic comedies are chick flicks, but not all chick flicks are romantic comedies. Mm. So like okay. you have the, the notebook, that's a chick flick, but it's not a comedy.
1: Okay. So to maybe debunk <laughs> your theory, would you say that the mask qualifies <laughs> as a romantic comedy?
0: You know, I could see an argument for it. I all could right, see an argument one. for it.
1: How about Dumb and Dumber?
0: I could see an argument <laughs> for that. That's actually why okay, they went to so Aspen. Yeah, oh, man, that's okay. I would say di- I would say Dumb and Dumber more so than The Mask. The okay. Mask is <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we're getting in the nitty gritty <laughs> of this. The, the Mask is 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 more about personal development. I feel like in that one. Yeah, uh, that's true. which I, guess about, I go back to Groundhog Day on that. Yeah.
2: But what about Homer Bound? <laughs> <laughs> Shadow.
1: Um, okay, so we have to say we have to almost end on this one. I feel like Titanic. Not a comedy. Really? What about when the guy hits the propeller? <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> that was the best part.
1: Oh, man. So that would just be considered a chick flick, but not a romantic comedy. Yes, that is a chick flick, uh, but not a romantic
0: well, comedy.
2: Are all romantic movies chick flicks?
0: I would think so, yeah. Right. I mean, it, it may be we may be venturing into uh, misogynistic <laughs> culture, like mm. how dare you label... How this for you. chicks. You know. Yeah. Are all action movies but, dude movies? I mean, y- yes. In today's society, yes. That is how you kind of God, categorize even Wonder Wonder Woman.
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> even Wonder Woman.
0: Please don't make me dig any further holes. Than I am, I've already dug
1: for myself. Why don't you run out of this minefield and call
0: this <laughs> <laughs> okay, are there any more movies you guys feel like we should bring up? Not to just debate what, whether or not it's a romantic I'll, comedy. I'll just, just, I'll just run off like. a
2: list of some of my favorite okay. ones. We don't have to talk about them. Can't Buy Me Love, 80s movie. Okay. Valley Girl, which is one of first, Nicolas Cage's first we movies. Never saw that one. Uh, it Could Happen to You, another Nick Cage movie. Oh, I remember that one. Uh, Gross Point Blank, uh, which is kind of like a dude romantic comedy like mm-hmm. kind of thing because mm-hmm. it has like uh, guns and stuff, but John Cusack. Uh that's about it. Picture perfect.
1: That's with uh, perfect. what's her
0: name? Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with that Jennifer one. Jennifer Aniston?
1: Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Probably should have prepped her name. Was that during
0: head. her like prime Rachel days? Yeah, it was
1: 97. So Okay. Yeah. I don't think anything else came in. Anyways.
0: Well, and I'd also be remiss if I didn't uh, mention Bridget Jones's Diary. I'm not personally a fan of it, but my wife loves it so much. I feel like we need to throw a bone to the yeah. female listeners that we have, uh, yeah. all two of you. True. And, and for
1: our next episode, we're going to entirely talk about Hope Floats. Because <laughs> that yeah. is in for the Ages. But uh, uh,
0: Bridget Sync Jones's it up diary. with your DVDs. <laughs> Bridget Jones's Diary is very, very popular, I know, amongst the female population. And uh, what about Never Been Kissed? I feel mm. like that's one we should mention With as well. With Freddie? Yeah. And, uh, me and like first name. Freddie? <laughs> Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. Mr. Is he Prince in that Jr. movie? It's no, Drew Barrymore.
1: No, he's not. I think it's, she's all that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're thinking you know, she's all that. Not B. It's, isn't it David Arquette that's never been kissed? Or that's in, no, I don't think he's the, the male. I
2: don't dude. remember who was in that. I don't think I saw that since I saw it in the theater. I know I don't think I've seen yeah, it. since I don't. Since then. So I
0: remember David Arquette being. You know, I don't think he was the main. Can we guy. can we
2: just talk about how many romantic comedies came out in '98 and '99? Like yeah, I mean, just about every, I'm looking at the list right now. Like every '90s romantic comedy came out in those two years. That's right, probably why, why we don't see that many now because they just like uh, ran the well dry.
0: So you, well, you, we
1: did them all.
2: <laughs>
0: this is not all of them, but just it's movies. Reply all. <laughs> this isn't all of them, but it's you've got you you've got mail. Notting Hill, 10 Things I Hate About You. My Best Friend's Wedding was 97, Chasing Amy. Does that count? Is that comedy? I don't know. She's All That. 99. Yeah,
2: that's a. It's Kevin Smith.
0: <laughs> Is it, oh, that's right. Yeah. I think I'm thinking of something else. Um, the Wedding Singer, 98. Never Been Kissed, 99. As Good As It Gets, 97. That's another good one that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. I really liked As Good As It Gets. Um, there's Something About Mary. More comedy than romantic, but I feel like that's a romantic comedy.
1: Yeah, that one, I think that has to qualify. Even though you can't really watch it with a lot of mixed crowds.
0: <laughs> oh no, you can't! It's very so. It's dude humor, but it's still romantic comedy. Yeah,
1: it's like a dude humor. You can bring your girlfriend. So with. that's an example of a romantic oh,
0: comedy that's that I wouldn't categorize as a chick flick. That's mm, totally a dude. Debunks movie, your whole situation. They, yeah, then. so blow that up in my face. Would
2: you call Groundhog Day a chick flick? I
0: wouldn't. No. Mm, two for so, two. There you go. <laughs> at the count. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm sure <laughs> there's something we uh, uh, we didn't mention. I don't know. Are you a big fan of Joe versus the volcano? I don't know what it is, but we probably didn't mention. <laughs>
2: well, it does have Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks? So. It does. <laughs> That's a good point. Um,
0: <laughs> so uh, what what didn't we mention, or what did we just gloss over that you guys loved? Okay, pass yeah, Cast at past on Twitter, pastforecast at AOL.com. Let us know what your favorite romantic comedies were. Not chick flicks. Not romance movies about romantic comedies whatever that means to you and what is a romantic comedy to you maybe you have a a good definition that I was not able to grasp that uh, that you could tell us I want to hear about it um, again p- uh, at PassForwardCast on Twitter and we're also on Instagram hit us up there anything else guys? Uh, I hate peas <laughs> great Till next time <laughs> I'll have a call having. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's great <laughs> later Snorriks
1: My quote was from 10 Things I Hate About You. I don't know if you remember.
0: Oh, I mean, that's so... That's
1: so niche, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wait, what part was that?
1: Uh, It's more like, tell me something true. I hate peas.
0: Oh. (laughs) I hate peas.
1: I hate peas.